Hello and welcome to Snap, Cackle and Pop. The breakfast show for people who wake up at 5pm. I'm Laura. And I'm Lucas. And in this week's episode, we set off our Snap, Cackle and Lockdown series, starting with an interview with the lovely Lauren Williams. Lauren is a 400 metre hurdler who studies at Bath University and has had an amazing career so far competing for Wales and Team GB. And in this week's interview, Lauren tells us all about what motivates her every day, her kind of traumatic burglary, and how she's locking down this time around. Enjoy! Enjoy. Hello. Hiya. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Happy Hungry Games. Happy lockdown. Oh, yeah, happy, happy lockdown. How's, and how long has it been? It's been a week. Yeah, we are officially a week in because it is Thursday um, when we're recording this. Probably will come out next on <laughs> next year. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, how, how has your lockdown been so far, Laura? Um, my lockdown, honestly, it hasn't actually been much different to my life before. I actually <laughs> forgot it was lockdown multiple times. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I invited my friend to a coffee the other day and she has to remind me that that's not legal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like my life was boring before. So, you know, more, I'm okay. More How was yours? Um, mine's been a mixed bag. Um, so as the listeners don't know, but as you know, Laura, um, I got one of those little track and snake notifications um, like a week before lockdown actually happened yeah. saying that I had to stay inside the house. So my lockdown actually started like a week before everyone else's lockdown. Um, and by the end of it, it was pretty tough because like I really just couldn't leave the house at all. Not, like not even for a walk. Um, at some point I went for a walk. So you, you're you deep in lockdown. I'm deep in it. Well, I, you're a week ahead. I fully went for a walk in in our garden, which is... <laughs> it, like in prison. <laughs> really like, you get your 10 minutes out <laughs> in the yard. <laughs> and it was like some sort of stately garden in a manor or something. No, it is a... Four by four patio. I literally, I sat on a chair in the garden and then like every 10 minutes I would turn the chair around so I had a new view. So I would just be like looking at things and be like, oh, look at that view over there. Look at that over there. Um, So that was quite tough. And then, but the good news was then like on Monday, my lockdown ended. So then I left the house and it was like a whole new world. It was like, it it was like lockdown had been fully lifted. Like, because it was just like, freedom I felt so liberated I just I would literally stepped out of the house and I just smiled for 10 minutes just <laughs> the just, that sweet fresh air um, so yeah that was liberating um yeah and apart from that it's fine like you know live with my friends I've got work to do um yeah I miss some people yeah. but what are you gonna do I think um I think having the stuff to do is the key really yeah. like I work yeah I'm working nine to five so Working it's woman. not like I'm sat around like, yeah. I'm going to start crocheting. because My mum started you know? knitting. So. <laughs> Have you? My mum has. My mum has. Oh, not me. oh I love Just that. come for my mum. <laughs> really attacking her. Oh, I love ladies who knit. My grandma knits and it's just the most precious thing. I'm expecting. I'm expecting full knitwear presents this Christmas. I'm expecting- Babes, I don't even get them, so... You get, you get <laughs> lovely pyjamas from your grandmother. I do, I get lovely, lovely silk pyjamas made by my granny. You're- I actually am going to set up a Depop for her. She's she's just... She would make me some money. She's she serious, bully. serious cash, I think. Yeah. Bully. Exploit Maybe your grandmother. <laughs> Put her to work. <laughs> you said this is going to be a sweatshop factory now. You better get those little hands moving. <laughs> oh no, I can't. <laughs> 
So I was going to ask you, actually, how are you approaching this new lockdown, knowing what you know now know? Before, I can't speak. How <laughs> Knowing what you know from the last lockdown, yeah. how are you approaching this new... Um, I think I have two life. things that I've learned, um, which... I'm trying to apply. Don't know if I actually am able to do it. But the first thing is that I need, I have a, on like a serious note, I have an issue. I really have an issue with people breaking the rules and it upsets me so much. Oh, And I really, so I really need to stop having such an issue. Like, obviously I know that the laws and that breaking them are bad. But in my mind, like people who like, people who break the law, like the laws, especially in lockdown are like the worst people ever. And I, in my mind, I need to start being more chill about it just because, Otherwise, I'm really going to ruin a lot of friendships and a lot of like... <laughs> So, but yeah, yeah, like in the first lockdown, I really like, f- I used to freak out when I would find out someone was breaking the rules. So now I have to be like, okay. Were you one of them? Were you a Karen? Were you a COVID police? I, I, I called the police once. I called the police Did one day. Yes, it was like week three of lockdown and there was a party going on. And I said, <gasps> beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop. Oh boom. my God. <laughs> God, I have something to say. Well, I'm not surprised at um, all, to be fair. Yeah, it's like my coping mechanism when the whole <laughs> world is going to shit. My coping mechanism is just to follow the rules. So obviously I'm following the rules, but then if other people aren't, I mean, it's their decision. They are killing people and yeah, very, very selfish. It's... But I have to just let them do that and let them live with that without trying to hoist yeah, my... Yeah, I definitely have the kind of live and let live approach where I kind of just grrr and shake my fist at people over Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I can't lie that I followed every law to a T. So yeah. I think there's always going to be that level of hypocrisy. Yeah. But yeah, you just see people just... I've unfollowed. I've started unfollowing. If I see someone on, on Instagram who's having these like... Like, okay, if you have like six people over, I'm like, oh. if there are... I've seen people who've had like 30 people over during yeah. this lockdown. And I've just, yeah. like, you know what? you're off the follow list oh burn yeah I, they really felt it <laughs> bad bitch <laughs> um, that's what i don't understand it's just like why the fuck would you put it on your instagram like if you're even gonna go as far to like okay you want to just go and do your own thing disregard human life that's mm-hmm. fine do you but then don't put it on social uh-huh. media like you're just asking for beef yeah, right? you're gagging for it you're dying you're, gag- for, you're dying it. for it you're asking <laughs> for an unfollow from yeah. you guys and that is what you'll get <laughs> a fate worse than death some may say <laughs> um and then uh, the second thing I, I came into lockdown with was like goals let's have goals and like aim to do stuff so without trying to toot my own horn here it comes toot toot bitches um mm. but i was like okay i'm gonna try and do i'm gonna try and get up to 100 press-ups a day um which i've already done that's a lot of press-ups i've managed to do it like literally after like three days locked i was like oh i've done it but Ooh, but then flex. like i oh, know this is my flex my f- literal flex um but then like <laughs> now i've got like other things so like my next thing is like i want to learn to skip because i can't skip with a rope because i too dyspraxic to do so like you know with you a skip. you know like with a rope or you a skipping rope i know I'm, I'm i'm very well aware of what it is you can't do it i can't do it i, I really I just, as a child i was never i was too dyspraxic to do it like it's a lot of it's a lot are of, you one of those like spazzers who like just just like the one arm and then the, yeah i mean it's a like, lot of movement you've got a, you've got two yeah. legs to coordinate requires two coordination and an extension of your arms which is the world's skinniest rope ever so can you ride a bike? Yes, I can. But I, you know how they say you never forget how to ride a bike? <laughs> With stabilizers. <laughs> I thought she know that was what you were going to say. Like, yes, I can. <laughs> no, you know how they say you never forget how to ride a bike? Yeah. I forgot. 
<laughs> so like I learned to ride a bike I think when I was like six or seven and then I just sort of I did it and I was like I can do this now boring and then I came back to it when I was 10 and I couldn't do it so I had to learn again that just goes against the human brain like I am so dyspraxic it's not even comical it's cute um, <laughs> um, but yeah so I'm gonna teach myself to skip not, nice. none of this fancy one foot two foot crisscross applesauce shit I'm just gonna do the skip are you not gonna get um your flatmates to kind of chant while you do it that's like, a you cult know. you know that <laughs> a child cult oh my god like that movie oh <gasps> that movie step up step up step in jump in jump in do you remember jumping this sounds like a movie that would oh, traumatize me as my a child. god it was like one of those um like you know those budget like Disney movies. Yes. Where they just play them on Disney Channel. Yes. I love um, it. It was one of them. It had Corbin Blue <gasps> from, it was High School Musical oh Man. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. Um, about Skip Pro. <laughs> it was like hip hop. Skip Pro, I think. Oh no. So good. Not oh, it bangs. Watch it. Watch it. You'll learn some moves. <laughs> um, wow. Well, talking about jumping. Oh. We have a very special guest today. Um, so basically, we've decided to shake some things up here at Snap, Cackle and Pop. And we would like to introduce Snap, Cackle and Lock Down. Um, oh, sexy. Very, rolls off the tongue. Um, <laughs> where basically we're going to be interviewing some like interesting public figures about how they're locking down in this lockdown 2.0. Um, and in this week, we have Lauren Williams, who is a hurdler who does the 400 meter hurdles um and she plays for gb and she's hoping to go to the commonwealth in 2022 i think i've got i think i've got everything down <laughs> i think i've ticked all the boxes um it's all her mate. she is very accomplished um yeah it's been a dream having her on so we'll play that interview um yeah following this little bit yeah. so yeah sit back and enjoy to listen to someone other than us for once. <laughs> also, I feel like we should talk about, talking about things that are very important and pertinent and important um, that happened Ooh. that we missed the election. I know, Oh my right? God. So... What's it like waking up in a Trump-free world? Well, oh almost. God. Almost, we'll, we'll see, but... So... Should we um just... Look back on the whole roller coaster of oh, there's so of much week. to look back. Um, yeah, I mean, we stay. I stayed up for the election. Um, like I worked, I, didn't. I went to bed at ten, woke up at one a.m. and then stayed up to like seven. Um, That's impressive. And it was the most intense Eurovision I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really is like Atlanta, ten months, yes. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> 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 it really Honestly, was. there were highs there were, I did I slept through the night but I actually um I did the thing of like I woke up like every two hours yeah. to check my phone it's kind of like Christmas Eve but like more dread than excitement yeah and then I woke up at like seven like fuck's sake like this is it isn't it check my phone and it was like 50 50 and I was like oh my god yeah and then yeah it's honestely amazing because oh like God. I think it's just been like there's been so much pressure on the election that like no one's even dared to think about what it would mean if Biden wins. But like this means like hopefully the end to like the immigrant camps, like the children in cages, the end to the trans military ban, like yeah, the, the, like bringing back affordable healthcare for everyone. Like 
taxing climate change climate change (laughs) saying climate change again we actually might have a chance of not melting in the next 50 years like no i think like obviously there is like you know biden's not perfect kamala's not perfect they do Uh, have kamala's kind of perfect (laughs) have you seen (laughs) cotton onion amazing women's a machine <laughs> um yeah they do yeah, have yeah. shady shady past yeah. but like honestly you could literally tell me anything about either of them and i'll be like i don't care i don't care because they're not donald trump, not trump. And that is it that's the bottom line literally it's such um, a relief um but it's yeah. kind of but it's kind of sad that we're not in america now like for the first time in four years i'm like get me to america i was saying this i was like but i think probably for the for past time in four years i've been like oh god thank god i'm not living yeah, in america and then now it's like oh my god i want to be there i kind of want to be an american girl <laughs> american girly <laughs> um yeah because like i mean not, i mean i have so much like less hope for the uk i know it's kind of sad but like i just think that like we're so entrenched in this conservative like mindset that like i mean boris is pretty much fucking up left right and center everyone's leaving yeah. his cabinet it's a party for one at this point um and yet i think people are still defending honestly like the the thing about this virus is that like somehow it's actually thank fuck for the virus because i don't i truly don't think that if coronavirus happened like trump would yeah. i think he still would have gone in because you- he just made such a catastrophic disaster of it and the only thing i can say like i can hope for our country is that this has exposed the way yeah. the Tories kind of valued the different people in our mm-hmm. in our country and how they'll put certain kinds of people over others. Um, I think it is a different kettle of fish. We have a different history and we have different problems. Yeah. But you know, it just goes to show like what what the right opposition can do. Yeah. And Biden was the right person for the right time. Yeah, and I exactly. just don't think that we have had the right opposition. <laughs> I don't think Say what so. you want about old jazz, but <laughs> you know. I mean, um, yeah, but hopefully, I mean, yeah, someone will come across, uh, come along at some point who will bring us hope. Maybe, yeah, maybe us potentially. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Well, um, I mean, that's yeah. in my run. <laughs> it is an amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. thing. It's such great news. Um, and yeah, it just it really has like, I like you. I can feel something that's been lifted off me like honestly it feels like i've never been so engaged in politics before like it was just consuming me <laughs> you know what i think i could tell you all 50 states right by now like i think yeah, i could do like, it like i could not name any <laughs> i could probably tell you all of them and then how many electoral college votes each one yeah, gets. No, like, like alabama arkansas <laughs> I <love my> mom. <laughs> that was it before i could give you all of them um, I know, yeah. and now it does feel like the one thing that's good that's happened this yeah. year. The one thing that yeah. I can think of. Well, on a I can. Scale. I can think of another thing that's very, very good. Um, our interview with Lauren Williams. Which, yes, that is the second good thing um, that has happened this year. Which I think <laughs> I think the, the listeners deserve to hear. Hundred mm, percent. So, so why don't you feast your ears on the first ever snap, cackle, and lockdown interview? <laughs> the segue was weak but i was like yeah was it anyway um yeah yeah enjoy and we'll see you in the next one Bye. 
So, welcome to our guest, Lauren Williams, our first ever guest. Oh God! Yay. <laughs> She's a little nervous. No, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I think it's we're so a little nervous. You. Um, yeah, it's just really exciting. I'm really excited. I'm feeling a bit like a <laughs> <The> child. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Lauren, would you like to introduce yourself and tell people what you do? Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, I hate this part. It's like playing your own trumpet. Um, <laughs> I'm Lauren. <laughs> I go to the University of Bath, just like you guys. Um, I'm a management and marketing student, but um, kind of a dual career athlete. So I do the 400 meter hurdles, um, have run for GB and Wales, and um, yeah, I end up the Commonwealth Games. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> it's a very impressive nutshell. I know, she's the most impressive person. <laughs> she's just... <laughs> I'm like just thing track. upon thing upon thing. It's like, <laughs> so what I was going to say, so hurdling, if as someone who knows very little about hurdling um what would you say like the most important skill if I wanted to become a hurdler tomorrow I woke up and I was like I need to do hurdling what would you say the most important skill I need to be a hurdler uh I don't know whether it's a skill but I just feel like you need to have like a bit of a fearless approach to things like I guess the way I kind of fell into the event was because someone down the local track just said run and jump at that and I was just quite brave or stupid whichever one and just did it <gasps> shut my eyes and jump and <laughs> I never really looked back since so I'd say probably just be fearless yeah I love wow. that it's awesome like if you watch a hurdle event you do have to be so brave because like the way they smack those hurdles like it's insane like, I did one <laughs> hurdle event I think for like county champs <laughs> and I literally ran to the hurdle and then like because <laughs> it's yeah it's very scary so yeah you must be pretty fearless just in life yeah. in general I think yeah smacking smack the hurdles is what we want to avoid though like we don't want to be doing no <laughs> <laughs> as a child were you like particularly um jumpy did you love that kind of lifestyle okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my parents would use the word jumpy, but they'd definitely say like I had a lot of energy. So it was really anything they could do to get me out of the house after school. Cause I'd come home after a full day at school and just still would be tired. Like I'd be running around wanting to do things. So it'd be like kicking a ball with my brother outside or like, I was lucky I lived on a farm. So like loads of green space. So we'd go out and like climb trees in the woods and stuff. So like just a typical kind of like, yeah, energetic kid that parents just wanted to kind of let run off some steam so yeah I guess that's really how I find like my love for the sport just run and run until you can't <laughs> <laughs> so with that like obviously lockdown is like the least favorable environment for someone <laughs> like you because yeah it's just basically house rest so have you mm-hmm. felt like literally itching to train how was the first lockdown for you because I know um it kind of meant to go to America obviously so that sucked not having to do that and then obviously have quite like a was your season quite cut short um yeah so obviously like you said was due to fly out to Florida for a six-week training camp the day after lockdown was announced (laughs) yeah that was really sub-ideal and like I'd worked my butt off to kind of like get the money together just like for the flight and stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah that was kind of like a big motivation crush right there but um no the first lockdown actually I kind of banked some good training I'd say in that time Mm -hmm. so 
I went home, um, uni obviously stopped, so went back to Mid Wales, where I'm from, and I kind of reached out on social media and was like, look, has anyone got any weights or anything that they could lend me? Because I don't know if you guys noticed, but when I went to buy stuff online, like, <sighs> everyone It was mad. all gone, all gone, oh my like, God. 100 million pounds. Not that Smart. I even tried, but <laughs> so I had. <laughs> people buying all the med balls from Argos mm. like, it's all the gym it's all those meatheads in the gym really? like, in that garage gym oh, no. the, the other day I considered buying these weights that you have to fill with water okay so you buy like plastic it's basically plastic bags that you fill with water just that's, so I can have something that's the look my um home and I was like putting like tins of beans in a rucksack yes <laughs> honestly some of my favorite things that came out of lockdown was people's like makeshift gyms like mm-hmm. literally yeah. like <laughs> like bricks <laughs> just benching bricks or like benching their nan like it's so great I love it <laughs> sorry I was running around the house my mum was like here put this in like handing me all their wine to put in the I was like, like anything you can carry <laughs> yeah. no so yeah I mean once we move past the you know bottles of wine as weight stage yeah. <laughs> I reached out on like my social media and was just like look has anyone got anything I can borrow um and an athlete gonna have to train at home during this time and like for my event like it's quite crucial to have like sort of the strength training aspect so yeah, I was definitely yeah so I was just really really lucky that um my local rugby club they helped out lent me some weights for the times at home mm-hmm. um and then like I said I live on a farm so my dad uh, drove in the tractor and that was my <laughs> makeshift squat rack <laughs> so like wow geez, that like, is the rural dream I love yeah. it <laughs> oh, gosh. I was like in the at its finest I was like this should go on Dragon's Den or something like (laughs) (laughs) innovation (laughs) for a minute when you said you lived on a farm I thought you were going to be like squatting the cows or something yeah like (laughs) hay bales (laughs) honestly if they would stay still I'd try it but I just don't want to be chasing after cows (laughs) Lucas I feel like that's typical Londoner mindset like as soon as someone mentions they live in the country it's like oh my god do you yeah, like squat, cows. squat the cows. <laughs> Have you been squatting cows? Have you seen a cow? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what have you learned from like your first lockdown then that you've like brought into your like second lockdown? Um, I guess persistence really like it is just like the motivation hit, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. instantly kind of goals kind of go out the window because you don't know when there's going to be races or if there's going to be a season to aim to. So it's just really kind of just letting like that persistence, like kind of mindset set in. I think at this point it's just a case of getting it done and just basically making sure you're in a good position that if lockdown restrictions are lifted you're not looking back and being like oh I wasted all that time so I think for me just trying to like utilize the time like best we can like most people like are trying to do something whether it's like learning to cook or I know mm-hmm. like set themselves a chance of getting through some like amount of books or something in a month like I just think just trying to yeah. utilize the time so you feel like you're being productive still I think that's kind of how I've mentally coped with it but yeah I think I feel like one of the things I really love about you Lauren is like you are so focused like whenever I see you at uni or like you always just like yeah I'm gonna do this this and this and even now like you can tell you're so passionate about it and I think that's why you've done so well but like do you not just have days where you just literally cannot be first <laughs> like, like, life is hard like, no one needs reassurance I just can't believe you keep it up all, like the whole time like I just don't believe it <laughs> but, like firstly thank you 
because I always see you about campus. I'm like, do you know what? Laura's got her shit together. Like, she's no, like, no. Here I am. I hope you hear this. I'm it till we make it here. Like, this is good. <laughs> but um, yeah, to be completely honest, I I couldn't sit here and tell you that I don't have days where I like my alarm goes off and I'm just like, no. Like this morning, my alarm went off at six thirty. I was meant to be at the <gasps> Seven. at 7 20 I was still in bed like no I can't and then I had a text from my coach being like you're not here you're meant to be here and I was like <gasps> god damn it so yeah go out the oh door oh my gosh that's uh, amazing days, everyone feels like that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. glad I don't look like I have those days but it's important to remember I think everyone does like you can't be like 100% on it yeah. it's just not realistic is it especially now like I feel I feel like everyone I feel like the whole world is just like not it's just not it is it like we're just <laughs> we're not, not on. I'm just I've not been on for maybe three months now like <laughs> I've just not been my best self <laughs> like I'm literally just existing so to even like get out of bed I yeah. feel is it's an I know that's setting the bar so low but like it's impressive yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's a- train I'm just, I'm just more interested to think, to hear about what you thought Laura was like. Like, what is this Laura that you saw? I'm still hung up on that. <laughs> like, I remember, so like, I've been at uni just a year longer than you, I think, right, Laura? Mm, yeah. yeah. So when you came down, I remember like me and a few of the other girls at the track were like, who is that? She's got matching kit on. She's looking so fresh. So we're like, this fresher, like she's like, rolling out of bed. But you were there, look so put together. And like every time I see you in the gym, I swear down, you're looking so good. And I'm just put like, together, fresh yeah. faced. I hope you're writing this down, Lucas. Um, yes, I'm. Well, not on my grave. <laughs> What I feel like what's the interesting thing is is what how do you see Laura? That's going to be more to the point. Honestly, don't open that door. Yeah. Like it's just not. Listen at this point, um, Lauren, have you have had an eye test recently? That's my next question. Because <laughs> oh, one of us sees yeah. Laura right, and the other one does not. Honestly, I feel like if I spent more time with Lauren and less time with you, Lucas, I'd be so much more. You'd be yes. you'd be hurdling like there's no tomorrow. I I'll would. be honest. I am who's holding Laura back. Yeah. <laughs> um so like Lauren, and what do you what motivates you then once you say so when you have those off days, like what pushes you beyond saying like fuck it, I'll just stay in bed? Um, gosh, I, I think this is the part where I come out with some motivational quote, isn't it? Um, Please do. <laughs> yeah, prepare for tears. I don't have I like I don't really have like a motivational quote but like I guess for me them days where I'm like oh I really don't want to do it when it's like cold dark I'm tired etc like deadlines like all around me I just kind of remember that like losing kind of hurts more than like what I'm feeling right now like I might not want to go out and do it but what would be worse is if I walk off the track knowing I could have put the work in and done better than what I had like for me like family's a big thing I'd like they come and watch a lot of my races mm-hmm. and stuff and if I walked off the track feeling like I disappointed them I just know like how uneasy that'd sit with me so I just think on those days just like remembering like that feeling that I've had once or twice and just being like nah like come on get on with it so I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of, mm-hmm. yeah it for me but um I'd be interested if you have anything else that would help to be fair <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Laura and I have both shown that we have very little motivation. Laura's motivation is wearing a tracksuit that matches. That yes, apparently yeah, is the, dream. the motivation. <laughs> I think um, you touched on 
quite an interesting point because obviously like for me um of growing up kind of doing athletics and running and um those are obviously like feelings that I think a lot of people share but I think there is that kind of on the flip side of like the amount of pressure that comes from that you put on yourself how invested you get in the sport and kind of like struggling to differentiate like how you do in the sport to how you are as a person kind of thing because it you you can I think you can get into this mindset mm-hmm. of like I've raised shit therefore I am shit um mm-hmm. so like I don't know I was just wondering maybe you could talk about kind of a bit more about kind of like the mental health side of sport because I know it really is such a massive part on it and for me I know that like if my mental health is shit like I am shit like my physical health follows like I just don't exercise like I just I just don't want to do anything I'm so lethargic but then also it's like I know that if I get up and do it then I'll feel better so it's this constant kind of you do get in a vicious cycle so are there times where you just kind of do slip into that kind of dark space obviously I don't want to touch on anything that you don't want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) like I really I really do hear this and actually I'm so glad you've asked because I feel like this is definitely like such a great space for chatting about things like this Mm -hmm. I think it is so hard, like you say, sometimes to separate like the sport from you. And mm. like you say, when you're doing shit in your sport, then, you know, you feel shit as a person, right? Mm-hmm. So like, the like it's kind of, it's good and it's bad because obviously when it's going great and even when like you might be having like a slightly down day, you go out and do a bit of exercise, clears your head, whatever. And it, it's amazing. Like sport can be a saving grace in that sense. Mm. But obviously it is really hard to separate when you're doing bad it like kind of bleeds into kind of you know everyday life so I know for me like injuries have been like a massive struggle like when I can't Mm. train I don't have that outlet so then sort of the stresses of deadlines and other things Mm -hmm. I just like actually can't go out and run because I'm injured and you just feel kind of like so frustrated and trapped and Mm -hmm. I imagine it's kind of the same for a lot of people but kind of what I've learned from that is to like talk talk to people like you like your training partners like even friends who are like outside of the sport I just feel like a problem shared really can be a problem halved or like sometimes even a problem solved like mm-hmm. probably nine times out of ten they're either feeling the same way as you or have been feeling that way and so like yeah, yeah just talking about it is far better than bottling it up because it's like like you say sport can be an outlet but sometimes when you don't have that or when that's the root of the problem you need something else and that's where kind of like for me friends and family come in um just like yeah obviously like people you feel comfortable talking to Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to talk Mm, definitely that's really nice and you do seem like you have such a big support base like at home at uni like your um training group as well like I think you definitely have a really good people backing you which does help a lot Mm. yeah no massively I mean like recently um obviously I don't know if you saw but I had my house broken into <laughs> yes I was literally gonna ask I was gonna oh ask like how are you mind, like are you okay <laughs> yeah, no, it's like fine but mm-hmm. well, I mean it's not fine like there was a man no. and that's really not fine mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's okay now like I know look back at it and kind of laugh ish but basically yeah I woke up two weeks ago at 3am um thought my flatmate was in the kitchen like getting a drink or something because all the kitchen Mm -hmm. cupboards were like slamming and I was like what's going on um anyway 
went to WhatsApp her and saw she hadn't been online for like an hour or two. Um, so I was like, well, this is like, this is weird. I know she went to bed late, but like she, she is asleep and she's not responding to my WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And then like I stirred properly and you know, like, I don't know at home, like you can hear like your siblings run up the stairs. It's different to the sign like your mum and dad. Mm, yeah, yeah, 100%, like you know who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. So like I heard these footsteps come up the stairs. I was like, that's too heavy footed. That's not Emma. And then like for two or three minutes, I was like, oh wait, maybe you're just like, you know, in night of sleep, just like chill. And then the footsteps went into her room and I was like, oh, she's going back to bed, that's her. And then five minutes, I was just walking around and I was like, no, <gasps> my room. So then I impulsively sat up, walked to the door, bearing in mind I've left my phone in my bed. Yeah. I'm wearing a t-shirt and pretty much nothing else. And got to the door, I'm like, well, he's heard me move now. So I'm gonna have to open the door. <laughs> I opened the door and just said, excuse me <laughs> oh. I, I don't know why that was my first choice of words but anyway oh. this man <laughs> do you mind i rang my dad after all of this like a blown over and he was like lauren like what were you gonna do like offer him a cup of tea <laughs> you mind? Or i was like it was just the first thing amazing <laughs> so yeah anyway this, this man just walks out of the room kind of like slurs like oh i'm sorry and just kind of like nonchalantly walks down the stairs and i'm just stood there like like what what is going on like so confused he like seemed drunk so then i was like oh bless him homeless man let himself in he's confused and i went to the top of the stairs and i looked downstairs and i saw like all the shoes in the shoe rack were all over the hallway the like vase of flowers was all smashed and i was like ah he's not homeless we're being broken into this isn't great and while all this is going on i failed to realize he's just walked out of emma's room my flatmate so i ran straight to her room like emma there's a man in the house (laughs) realized what i'd said but like she didn't wake up so then i just started like screaming Screaming because essentially I've just walked into her room <laughs> screaming at her and she has no idea what's going on. So we're just still screaming. Meanwhile, Roy <laughs> has gone downstairs and he's still like gathering stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, really yeah. oh, I like that. I like it that. I like some that. time to realize what's going on. I think I've got at least 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's downstairs, like, oh, they'll be at that for like five minutes. So we're just screaming at each other, like, <gasps> oh my god. What? Yeah, it was wild. And anyway, um, police came. Like they were like honestly, the police were I you know like don't want to like bash the services or anything, but they came and they saw the guy run out of the garden and over the back wall. They all ran out there. Two of them fell over the garden wall. <laughs> I was like, guys, like this is like hot fuzz. Like, come on, <laughs> please just catch the guy. It's <laughs> still like home alone. Like, oh no. Did yeah. you not try and, did you was this not your moment? You're like, I'm a hurdler, like I can do this. Like yeah, this garden wall. <laughs> it's time you start applying your skill to real life situations. <laughs> no, literally, my mum was like, you know, you spend every day of the week training to run and jump over. Yeah. <laughs> running out the back door and jumping over your wall. And you just stand and watch the police go <laughs> and scream. <laughs> but to be fair, I was like, mum, I, c- I couldn't have run after him because I'd armed myself with a vase. So I didn't want to drop the vase. Oh, that was yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go, priorities. Glad <laughs> you armed yourself at some point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I like went like after all this, he was still downstairs, and only then did I start like decide to arm myself. (laughs) So was this surely this was this a bath or in Wales? No, so this is like where I live and train in Cardiff. um, Yeah, he's online. 
Um, so yeah, no, basically get going back to before I went down that garden path. <laughs> house got robbed, but kind of yeah, really showed yeah. me like who I've got kind of around me. Like I was really mm-hmm. lucky, Adidas and my agency and stuff like sorted me out because the guy stole all of my shoes. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's actually just yeah. It's, oh my god, unforgivable. I hope he has small feet. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. Like, <laughs> stolen a bag of like no word of a lie like 30 pairs of shoes like everything I've ever owned pretty much and then they found like a random like pair in the park a pair of Chelsea boots that clearly he's gone through the bag and thought nah (laughs) 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 oh darling don't know what's going on there (laughs) we're not be caught dead in these (laughs) honestly fine these are not in this season they Oh, I'm so sorry that's happened that's to awful. you. That's awful. No, like, I've been not- watching too much Bly Manor. Like, that is so scary. <laughs> the thought of coming outside and someone just being on your landing. Stranger. I was just really confused. I don't know why. <laughs> I've just gone out there and said, excuse me. Then thought he was a homeless man. Like, it took me, like, at least five minutes to realise I was being, like, broken into. I was like, I need to stop seeing the good in people. Like, <laughs> I love I loved that, like, instant thought. It's like, yeah. oh, bless him. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I hope I'm glad you're not, you know, scathed, but and that like, you can laugh about it. To be fair, yeah. Because, yeah. What can you do? Yeah. No, I just think it's one of those things. Like, as much as it was rubbish, just kind of flip like a positive spin on it. Like, he clearly thought he had no choice but to come, like, rob because I don't know, maybe fueling an addiction or something. So, just got to be mm-hmm. grateful that I'm in my position where I've got stuff to be robbed rather than his position. You know? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, that is definitely a really good. I think that's the kind of mindset that is definitely going to get you through the next few months, whatever yeah. has in store for us. I think. Well, I hope this should of... get robbed again. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> They're that coming, Lauren. Yeah. They know where you live now. They so. know you're too nice. So. <laughs> Honestly, like, I went, I, like, it was kind of mad. I went, I still went training the next day because obviously, like, my house was like a CSI scene, like all these people <laughs> doing I couldn't even make a cup of tea. So I was like, right, well, I may as well go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I had the best session, like no one like, like the adrenaline. I was just picking everything up, like just it around the when gym. When was this when he was there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like to dad, he was like, well, you're just gonna have to get broken into again, aren't you? Before a big race, it obviously was. <laughs> shoes needed but everything else optional <laughs> and, uh, oh i actually gosh. went in my sliders it was the only thing i had in my room so i oh. went oh. <laughs> so oh. i was getting so many looks like why is that girl in the gym in sliders i was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow that's that shows like that's some proper like resilience to, like, yeah really, like pick yourself up i lost my keys today and I, I didn't do anything else today. Like, I just I just moped around. I was like, I'm a loser. Um, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I really, I need this Lauren resilience. You do. Sure. Everyone needs a bit of Lauren resilience, I think. Uh, I, there's, there's days, though, like, it has been a really long day. Like, last night I come in, I'd been up at six again for training. Eight o'clock when I was making dinner. So I was, like, really hangry, really tired. <laughs> and I dropped the rice on the floor. And I just <gasps> it and I just cried. I was like, no. I can't. <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, <laughs> I was too many times. So after like a long day of training, you come home. What's your like favorite way to relax? Like, what do you do to treat yourself? Uh, at the minute, love me a bit of Bake Off. I'm just a oh, don't. <laughs> You've come to the right place, my friend. <laughs> come to the wrong place. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, sorry, did you watch the episode this week? Prue is 80. Like the woman is Oh my days. Prue Leaf is 80 years old. Yeah. I said the same thing. I thought she was like mid-60s. I had to get that Wikipedia page up because I wasn't believing it. I was like, this is <laughs> Like on, she's not 80. Clearly, a lifetime of cake is like the elixir of life. Like, she's looking good. Looking yeah, good. If, if I look like that at 80, I'm gonna be gassed, so I'm gonna start eating all the bad burgers. Yeah, you need to stop exercising and just <laughs> eat that. Fucking what was that shit they made this week? Like, cheesecake they were on this week, and they're <laughs> dank. And the um, the oh, lemon that was like a whole yeah. lemon. Yeah, I know, no, that wasn't a bit of me. I don't think I'm really that's it. So you're not actually in Bath, speaking of yeah, Bath. So you're yeah. are you gonna stay in Cardiff for the rest of the duration uh, then? I mean, for me, basically last year, um the like coach at um Bath Uni, not Colin James mm-hmm. Hillier, you know. Anyway, he had like a massive can uh, carrot dangled by Indian athletics so he went over there for like some massive like six-figure job I don't know yeah. anyway um that left me pretty much like in a situation where there was no coaches in Bath um so because I'm Welsh anyway I spoke to Welsh athletics they're like yeah come come over to Cardiff and we'll like put you in the sprints like national sprints group and train here so like all of last year I was commuting between the two and then for a point yeah, I was there I remember yeah. yeah it was just it was a lot like the driving um I mean I was pretty broke by the end of it as well like mm-hmm. double rent like bath prices and yeah it just wasn't great so this year actually kind of like COVID has been blessing in skies like yeah. with uni being online I could literally be in Australia if I wanted you know like <laughs> it's it's calm so I'm doing uni online and then I can live and train here so yeah living in Cardiff this year I mean I don't know what I'll do next year when well, I don't know if uni will be online or not mm, which yeah. is when we get to it but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you miss Bath? I miss Bath so I don't know about you I miss it <laughs> I feel like it's just such a gorgeous city that everyone who ever leaves it will at some point come back do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I think we're just so like kind of lucky that as students the university is in such a like a gorgeous place like it's not mm-hmm. like in a city Birmingham or like you know like somewhere up north that potentially is like a bit more industrial feeling I don't know like Bath is so kind of homely at yeah. the same time city and it's not far from like Bristol and that so I just think we get the best of everything really so yeah I miss it I don't miss the prices so nice. <laughs> um so then like to I guess to round it off um what would you say what, what's like your goal what's what does the future hold for Lauren Williams then oh god um immediate future probably not a lot because we're in lockdown but... <laughs> future looks bleak <laughs> she's gonna make the rice again it's gonna be take two tonight <laughs> um no i like i said at the start really like my big goal and big focus at the minute is commonwealth games mm-hmm. uh, it's hope games in birmingham 22 so that's what i'm working towards um hopefully i'll get there would just love to be there on the start mm-hmm. line um anything after that is kind of unknown to me at the minute i'm just kind of taking every day as it comes i think that's all anyone's doing really mm-hmm. in the current climate so yeah i think so 2022 it's hosted in birmingham yep oh so you could have yeah. gone to like australia or yeah. india or somewhere and birmingham <laughs> lucas you're not even gonna be there so well, i don't know I'll, I'll come and see. <laughs> we'll be at that point we'll have sports reporter status so 
it's like oh it's home games like try and dress it up but realistically we've gone from gold coast australia to costa del solly hull in Birmingham. Like, oh, <laughs> oh god it's fucking depressing isn't it? <laughs> at least well, everyone will get to see you, are, you watching you race might even get lucas into sports potentially i've learned so much right now <laughs> so i feel enthused um, and so as a sort of final question, we we will ask all our guests um, th- these. So we asked them what made them snap so far in lockdown. So what makes them angry? Mm-hmm. What's made them cackle so far in this lockdown? What's made them laugh and what they're popping for? So what they're like looking forward to. Um, so Lauren, yeah. what made you snap so far in this lockdown? Oh, um, I, I mean, I feel like we've touched on it already. Like the, <laughs> the, 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 the rice <laughs> on the floor incident. Actually, the rice on the floor was being burgled at like my confidence <laughs> like didn't, didn't chase love it, love it. Up, that, that's what made me cackle um and then what was your last one what, what's making well you're popping what you're looking forward to oh honestly it's a hard one for lockdown I mean, probably not the athlete mm. answer but i'm just looking forward to going clubbing again like normal club yes, yes. everyone's missing that like you say they aren't the liars like everyone wants to just go and get going again with the, yeah. <laughs> the night Where's your first night out going to be? Oh, it's got to be Second Bridge. Come on. Oh, <laughs> woman after our own There's heart. only one answer. There's only one answer. And it's Moles, so you were wrong. <laughs> no, 100% Bridge. Yeah, no, honestly, definitely. I think the, yeah, the walls will shake. Not, oh, my God. <laughs> I will, even more of a health hazard um, than it usually Imagine is. how many people will cry in Bridge on that first night. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everyone Maybe will be in tears. It's to the point where I, oh. I would actually say I miss like you know when you put your hand on the wall and there's the condensation from. It's wet. Like this is how bad it's not. Even tricking down your neck. Oh my god! I'll be kissing all the bouncers when I get in. Finally, it's gonna be hugs and kisses all around. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, hopefully someday. Fingers someday. <laughs> We'll get there. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been so nice to chat yeah, with you. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, you guys have got a great thing going. And I was just so excited just to jump on and, like, yeah, pressure being the first guest. But I think you guys like, <laughs> oh, no, you smashed it. You set the bar so high, really. Oh, so like, high. there yeah. was drama, there was emotion, <laughs> there were laughs, everything. Oh, that's what we're here for. That's uni, isn't it, really? Like, emotion, drama, it's got it all going on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. Honestly, a whirlwind. Oh, well, thank you yes. So much. It was really a pleasure. It's been amazing. Yeah. So take care. Um, and best of luck for the next few months and yeah, everything else. Can't wait to see you in Birmingham. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully in Bridge before that. Yeah, and Bridge. Most importantly, Bridge. Oh no, thanks, guys. All right. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye. Bye.